Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the TGL Podcast. As always, this is Tyler Layfield bringing you another episode. And today I'm going to be joined by a good friend of mine uh, here in the Jones County area, uh, Jacob Walton. Uh, we're actually recording this on Monday, May 11th. I'm going to be putting this out here um, uh, this Friday because uh, I have another one coming up that'll be um, – that will. By this time, you'll have already probably listened to it. But I really want to recap UFC a little bit, so I'm going to be having Jordan Meadows on. You should go back and check that out if you haven't. But today, I got Jacob Walton joining me today. How's it going, Jacob? It's going good, man. What's been What's been up? What you been up to, man? Doing a little work. Um, been on the lake just about every day of the week when I can. Uh, what you been doing on the lake? You been uh, wakeboarding and all that kind of stuff, uh, tubing? Yeah. Yeah, wakeboarding, learning how to get really good at that. A uh, little bit of kneeboarding, actually. Yeah. Pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, One thing that looks yeah. easy, but once you try it out, it's it's pretty tough, honestly. I, I've, I've been fortunate enough to get on the lake before and, um, you know, try kneeboarding out. Man, it's, it's pretty tough, like, at first, but once you get the hang of it, you know, it's something that's pretty fun. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, yes. So, let's see. I, how we're kicking it off today, I wanted to start off a little bit. Um, and you know what? Screw it. Let's talk about it. You actually, you mentioned to me, uh, this is a spur of the moment thing, but you had texted me about uh, Tennessee's recruiting here recently. <laughs> let's just, let's just dive into it, man. I, I really want to actually talk this over. I've been trying to save some of this for a future uh, <laughs> recruiting podcast, but let's, let's jump into it a little bit. So uh, for those of you out there that keep up with college football recruiting, like Jacob and myself, uh, Tennessee has been on an absolute tear here recently when it comes to, uh, you know, actually accumulating a lot of names at one time. So, like, within the past two weeks, what would you say, like, you know, uh, over 10, 10 pickups? Is that is that right? Yeah, they've had about uh, 10 guys, and none of them's been under a four-star. Um, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I'll discuss. I actually no. I, I mean, I've noticed that they got a couple five stars, but um, if you go and look up, so I don't know what site you use the most. If it's twenty four seven or Scout, twenty four definitely twenty four seven. They actually have most of those guys rated as a three star at the moment. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and I could shoot up, you know what I'm saying? But right now yeah, there just, are a good bit. Twenty four seven is pretty good at uh, you know, boosting them, boosting them if they do good. Mm -hmm. You know how they go, and if they you know aren't worthy of that uh, position rank uh they will drop them and you know that's why i go i use 24 7 a ton that's what i get most of my stuff from and um a lot of the guys that are close to um, with me in alabama and stuff like that we all use uh 24 7 yeah I, I found that's the most reliable site out of all Absolutely. of them espn no is a bit of a joke uh scout yeah. i'm just kind of you know i'm saying they're not they're not as bad as espn i don't believe and but i, uh, I just moments. wish that uh 24 7 would get rid of the, you know, I hate, I hate the composite rankings, the composite because ESPN and all that, they don't, you know, they don't really up, stay up to date with all these players. And 24 mm seven -hmm. is usually spot on. Yeah. And so it, it can either hurt a guy or it can help a guy. And I, yeah. I don't like that because it's not fair for everybody because somebody can be hired on 24-7 and, you know, way lower on ESPN or, mm -hmm. you know, rivals or anything like that. So, yeah, it's, a, it's one of those things. And 24-7, you know, they give the composite and the 24-7 uh, ranking, and I go by what their 24-7 ranking is, and, and that's how I respect every player and what they've done. So, 
Yeah, so uh, I'm going to take a look real quick um, at, you know, some of these guys they picked up, and they're actually uh, crystal balled here to pick up another commitment here soon from a three-star tight end. Um, yep. And, you know, you start off by looking at this list. They got two five-stars here, um, a defensive end, Dylan Brooks, and a outside linebacker, Terrence Lewis. So those are two huge pickups here in the last couple weeks. Uh, you move on. They, they got the running back out of Parkview, same team that beat – Colquitt this past year in the state championship game. Shout out Coach Rogers. Uh, hate it had to happen to you. But uh, but Cody Brown, a really good running back. I was actually, you know, a guy that, you know, coming from a Georgia fan, that he was looked at as maybe a guy that we could scoop up, you know, later on if need be. But I really like that pickup for them. Uh, they actually just got a defensive tackle um, from St. Francis Academy in Maryland, Katron Evans, uh, Julian Nixon. Got it. Yep. Keep and they going. got his uh, teammate Aaron Willis, uh, Aaron Willis okay. from St. Fr- uh, Francis Academy. So, yeah, they've been – St. Francis is um, honestly probably a top three high school in America year in and year out. So, they're going to they're going to ship those talent. guys everywhere. And, uh, yeah. So the kid, the wide receiver uh, they picked up from here in Georgia, uh, Julian Nixon, he's a big body, six foot three, 230. Um, they got a couple wide receivers, and then they actually just picked up a, um, a quarterback here the other day too, Caden uh, Salter from uh, from Texas. So these guys, they're they're kind of hitting all around the board. They're not just you know sticking to one region. Uh, so do you think so? Coming from because I guess I can speak on it a little bit too because Pruitt coached at Georgia. What do you think yep. Pruitt's going to be able to do with these guys? Do you think he's capable of uh, turning this team into an SEC East? you know, champion, you know, here in the um, coming years, even with the competition. My, they have my, uh, yeah. My honest opinion, man. Um, Pruitt's a incredible, incredible recruiter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even better guy. Um, I do think he will turn them in. Uh, they will do a 360 soon. It might not be this year coming up year. Hopefully we play this year uh, or college yeah, football, especially um, yeah. uh, give it a couple years. They'll be – I don't – they're not going to beat Georgia. I don't think they will beat Florida. Honest, honestly, um, I think Kentucky's got the upper hand too. Kentucky's mm. doing some things right now that, uh, you know, they're starting to turn the tables as well. And Tennessee's in for a long run, even with this crazy recruiting class they've got. Yeah. Uh, but I still think that Georgia and Florida runs the East. I don't think they'll ever. I don't think Tennessee will ever be a powerhouse, and you know that's that's coming from you know my honest opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't think they can turn it. I think they've been too far down to you know come up. Yeah, it'll be another ten years or so before they think about wow. being a powerhouse. I mean, yep. I, I kind of – I mean, I don't, I don't think that – like you said, I don't think that they're going to be able to quite, you know, take Georgia. I, I, I'm not so much – I mean, I think that Florida will be a tough matchup for them, but um, they're, they're not, they haven't been doing as good here in recruiting lately. Uh, Florida's mm-hmm. had a couple transfers and stuff like that that have left from them. So, I don't know. I think that they can somewhat keep up, you know, with them a bit. I think it really all depends on – you know, all these coaching changes and everything right now, like, you know, Georgia, what's this offense going to look like this year? All that kind of stuff, because Tennessee can give you a run for that. I mean, anything can happen on any given day in the mm-hmm. SEC. And, we, you know, Georgia learned that this past year with South Carolina. So I think it's definitely something to take a look at. Prove it, though, coming from uh, just a coaching standpoint, I do think outside of just recruiting, 
The dude is a great defensive coach. I really loved mm-hmm. – honestly, freaking loved him at Georgia when he was defensive coordinator. He, I thought he he really knew what he was doing, called up great plays. Um, so, I, I don't know. He, he seems like a really uh, motivated guy to get the job done. So, we'll have to see how that plays out. How's uh, how's Alabama recruiting going right now? Um, it's going – it's slow right now. Uh, yeah. I didn't expect – I didn't – you know, same way with Georgia, we're all in the same boat. Texas A&M, you know, yeah. uh, we've got four recruits right now. We got some incoming guys probably oh, in yeah. the next. There's always guys in the works. Yeah, um, we've definitely got two or three in the next two weeks. You guys just coming. picked up uh, a wide receiver, right? Yeah, uh, we got actually we got two of them. Two uh-huh. of the best. Uh, got the number two, Jacory Brooks, and I want to say the four. Fifth best, uh, Aggie Hall, Aggie Hall. Uh, yeah, I've never um, pronounced that name, but yeah, I know you're talking about. Two big guys. Um, Hall has a. I don't like comparing them because Mm -hmm. two different guys, but he's got a uh, Julio Jones body. Okay. Uh, Six three. He's six three two oh five right now. Yeah. Um, he's gonna be a. Dude, he's a heck of athlete. Ja'Cory Brooks is, man. Another big body dude, guy, dude. right? 6'3", 185, 190. Jeez. He's right there with him. Uh, so, yeah, dude. Dave, uh, from film now, I can't – you know, this high school, mm-hmm. they do play for – they do play in South Florida, which is – Oh, yeah, bit, that means something. Nobody knows. Speed, baby, uh, speed in South Florida. Yep. You got the – you know, Bama loves South Florida wide receivers, and uh-huh. that's just how it's always been. But from what I've watched on film – they're both – they shouldn't be moving like that, man. They're they're yeah. huge. They're quick, cuts, jump, uh, can just beat somebody one-on-one. And, mm-hmm. you know, with Dias Jones-Bell, we got last year, he's a smaller guy, speedster. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if that's the next big three. And you got some guys, you got John Michi and, you know, all those guys that are, you know, six foot, 185 and can absolutely run. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So, <clears throat> I see what Saban's doing with it. He's just going back to the Julio Jones and Amari Cooper days. And he, I just believe, you know, with their athletic ability, all they got to do is just – Go up and get it, right? Up, yep, go up and get it. You know, uh-huh. throw it to them. And with Bryce Young, that's – I was just about not, to jump into it. I was like, speaking of going up and getting it, uh, I know that there's been recent news here uh, that Tua's little brother has entered the transfer portal. Uh, is this something you guys didn't see coming, or was it oh, the no. writing on the wall already, or what? Oh man, this was this was written on the wall uh, months ago. Uh, yeah. Now, why why is guy, that? Is that does he? You um, just don't think he's going to be able to compete, or I just what's, what's don't the think issue? He, I just don't think he's got what Tua has, and living on living in that shadow. Man, there's it's a lot to live up to, and if you're not as good as you know Tua is, then you know family things. Him mm-hmm. going to Miami, him going to Miami just set everything off because he's probably more than likely going to a Florida school. But you know, with the way Mac Jones came in, you know he played decent. You know, call you know he might have made a few mistakes yeah. that cost us a game or so. But I mean, it can't be any worse than I mean, if there's been anything proven in the past, it's that Alabama doesn't have to have the best quarterback in the nation to win a national championship, right? I mean, Absol- look at your Jake Cokers, your John Parker Wilson. You know what I'm saying? Like a- these a- kind of they're just okay. You know, they're they're good yep. guys, but they're nothing that's you know like a Tua or anybody like that. So. Yeah. 
I mean, Mac Jones, if anything, he's he right can get there on the par job. with him. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't think that with the way that college football has, you know, started this trend of spread offense, um, mm-hmm. I just don't – I think Mac Jones can get us to the playoffs. Don't know if he can win us a national championship. And, you know, that's yeah. what Nick Saban's all about. And, you know, you, you've got a generational quarterback coming in to play as a freshman. Yeah, y'all did have a nice pickup. And – Bryce Young's, uh, I think he's better than Kyler Murray. Uh, I go right at him because he's only 5'11", you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he has – supposedly last time I checked, he's already at like 190, 195 pounds, yeah. which is incredible because he only came in at like 180. So, um, they're probably – Yeah, I, it wouldn't shock <laughs> me if that guy's going to end up, uh, you know, seeing, seeing a good bit of playing time. Oh, uh, man, so let's 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 stay on this Alabama train a little bit, just to just to wrap things up. I want to hear this about. So, what are your thoughts on Tua going to Miami and Hertz going to uh, the Eagles? What What are your thoughts on on those two picks? Absolutely, absolutely, perfect picks for the Eagles and the Dolphins. Okay. I think Tua. I think Tua, They're going to do Tua a little bit different. They're going to you know make sure he's a hundred percent before they ever throw yes. him out there. Yes, because he's uh, he's a freaking amazing generational quarterback, and you want to save him. Uh, mm-hmm. But I like the way the Dolphins, you know, they went straight to the offensive line. Uh, they gave him some playmakers, some guys that are going to protect him. Uh, I think he's going to absolutely ball out, and I think they're going to do a three hundred and sixty in Miami. And how many uh, years you give it? Um, uh, dude, I give it four. Four between three and five. Uh, okay, because because I, I I'm like you. I, I don't think it's going to be a right away thing. Um, the main thing I'm worried about with Tua is really the uh, the offensive line. Like you said, I know that they, they kind of hit on that in the draft, but um, you know, I'm just the health is is just something that's always going to like that. Yep. That question is always going to be something that gets brought up. And the last thing I want, and you know, y'all, you know, everybody likes to pick on Bama. We, you know, we don't like, you know, it's just part of what comes with being a champion. You know, like, you know, yeah, you get absolutely. those people that, you know, we just, we just don't like seeing you guys win. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, it's nothing against Tua as a, as a person. Um, you know, I, I hope to God that, you know, he can get back to being healthy and he can actually end up being something in the NFL. I do think the Dolphins made the right pick there because it, it's just, it has all the upside, you know, who cares, absolutely. you know, take a shot. If this guy works out, it could be something phenomenal. If it doesn't, it doesn't, but you have to take that yep. chance. And they had so many picks, you know, they had a huge amount of picks in this year's mm-hmm. draft. And I just don't, I mean, two at five, if two didn't go at five, he the was going would've... next pick. Yeah. He's going next pick. Yeah, so either way, somebody's taking a risk on him, man. He j- he's just, too good of a talent to pass up in exactly. the top ten, so regardless of health. So yeah. You, so what about Hurts? What What do you think about man? To the perfect. I'm really weary about it. Uh, him going to actually the Eagles, mm-hmm. and I thought about it, man. And dude, just from the past, he could have that job in two or three years. And he's a. Uh, it's just how the NFL is shaping out, and he's got he's worked on his passing. And stuff like that, and he can obviously run. He can hurt you with his feet. He can, you know, he can make the throws. He just got to work on the accuracy, as we saw in the LSU Oklahoma mm-hmm. game last year. Um, that don't define him, though. He's a 
he's a great – I just think he's a great person, great leader. Same for Tua. Yeah. I think it, that's what you've got. I, I just don't think Carson Wentz has that top dog mentality. And I, think I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's so much the mentality that's been his weak points. It's, it's really been the fact that he just – the health. Like, it's just the yeah. dude can't finish a season. And I love him as a leader. When you talk about, like, great leaders and everything, like Hurts and Tua – Wentz, Wentz is right up there. Like Wentz has been mm-hmm. a great leader there for the Eagles. What I'm interested to see about Hurts, though, because there's been a lot of talk that he's going to be the Taysom Hill of that team. I really think that's a great fit for him. If if that's the if that's the if that's how they're really going to use him, I think he's a great person for it. Because when you think about Taysom Hill, you think about this big guy that can be used versus you know versatility all across the board. You know, be a tight end, go out there. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. We've seen it plenty and plenty of times before about uh, how he works out. The, even, yeah. the guy's size is ridiculous for a quarterback. So I definitely think he's going to be able to line up at tight end if you need him to. I think he can line up at, you know, somewhat of like a joker receiver, um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe even line him up at running back. The Duke can run. He's got mm-hmm. tree trunks for legs. So, I mean, I, I can see him being used all over the field for them. Absolutely. And especially with them, you know, really only having Miles Sanders at running back, don't mm-hmm. be surprised to see Jalen Hurts in the backfield. Yeah. Um, so that, but yeah, I'm a little weary. I do agree with that point with mm-hmm. the Taysom Hill right off the jump, but three, four years from now, yeah. dude, you, you're going to see a different guy. It's I'll not hey, it's it. not necessarily a bad thing to be a Taysom Hill. Uh, Taysom Hill just got oh, that money, man. bro. Taysom Hill oh. got paid here recently. So hey, I mean, I'm, just from you know playing sports my whole life, man. If you can play anywhere, they're going to snatch you up like. First pick, you know, yeah. that's that's just what coaches want to see. And Jalen Hurts isn't a complainer. He's going to do what it takes to win. He's a winner, man. And I, I truly, I truly believe that the Eagles are going to. They drafted well. I think they got some guys that are going to mm-hmm. shape it out. I do think they it's have be a good, good shot. Yeah, NFC it's going to be a good East, matchup man. in that NFC East. It really is. Yeah, really the Cowboys. Uh, Speaking of that, of the NFC East, I'm really ready to see uh, Daniel Jones his second mm-hmm. year, see what yeah. they can do. So exactly. it's going and you saw how the Cowboys drafted; they got they got crazy talent, oh, and I, I love, don't see love why the they're. This year. Man, dude, they've got some guys, and you know, I, they got Ceedee Lamb, and you know, Coop, and Gallup, man, them guys, Zeke, Gallup, Zeke, the offensive Gallup. line, Dak. Now they got Andy Dalton there, just in case Dak, you know, decides to yeah, screw around. Man, they, so I mean. If they screw it up, that's on them, man. It, it really is. And they got a new coach they, and everything. So I mean, it, it's 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 it'd be a shame. Uh, but let's. Uh, so the main the main thing we wanted to go over the main topic we'll be kind of hitting on today. We're actually going to be doing an NBA redraft of the 2012 NBA mm-hmm. draft. And before uh, we get into it, I know Jacob mentioned it um, before we actually uh, started this up or recording. Um, that this was a a pretty weak draft. Now, don't get me wrong. There's there's some pretty good guys in this draft. You know, just like you know just like all drafts, there's going to be at least a couple, you know, you hope at least, you know, there are those rare years where it's just awful all across the board, but um, there's still some really good stars in this class, but what we're going to do, like we have, like we always do, we're going to do the top 14 picks of the lottery. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take turns. Each of us, I'll let Jacob pick if he wants to go first or second, and we'll just go back and forth, making our pick for um, who we want at that point in time. And now once a person is picked, um, then obviously, you know, you can't, pick them again so uh here's how the 2012 nba draft played out 
um, you know, that year. And uh, the first 14 picks, it was the New Orleans Hornets. Uh, they went and snatched up Anthony Davis, familiar name. You guys might know him out there, uh, Kentucky boy. Then second pick, Charlotte, goes with Michael Kidd Gilchrist. We'll get into that a little bit later. Third was Washington Wizards with Bradley Bill. Uh, fourth was Cleveland. They snatched up Deion Waiters from Hughes. Number five was uh, Sacramento Kings uh, picking Thomas Robinson. Uh, Portland then goes number six and gets Damian Lillard. Uh, number seven, Harrison Barnes to Golden State. Uh, number eight, Terrence Ross to Toronto. Number nine was Detroit Pistons snatching up Andre Drummond. Uh, number 10, you got the Hornets again picking Austin Rivers. And uh, number 11, you got Myers Leonard to Portland. So their second pick here too. Houston going Jeremy Lamb at 12. Phoenix going with Kendall Marshall at 13. And uh, last but not least here for the lottery, you got number 14 being John Henson uh, be getting picked by the Milwaukee Bucks. So uh, we'll start it off. What, what, what are some like some interesting things you kind of notice? I mean, obviously we can kind of jump on Michael Kidd Gilchrist getting picked at number two, knowing mm-hmm. his shooting form and everything, right? We know, you yeah. know, we're, we're both of us are good friends with Caleb Brown. We, we know how big he is on Kentucky. So, you know, I'm saying he, sometimes he talks us into these guys, <laughs> but even he's, even he'll talk trash about Michael Kidd Gilchrist, right? <laughs> Absolutely. One of the most all around, best all around players I've ever seen in mm-hmm. college. Absolutely the biggest bust I've ever seen. And one of the biggest busts in the NBA. Yeah, he's up there. Absolutely. But, man, I thought he was something. I loved him coming out. Same for Terrence Jones. Um, Mm -hmm. Man, it was – I just don't – I'm just surprised how bad they are now and where they're at now. And, yeah, I thought they would be in the league for a long time. And easy to be deceived by that college tape. Uh, the next Absolutely. guy that kind of sticks out to me, like we'll, we'll just go through and label the bust that kind of happened in this uh, top four team. We got Thomas Robinson at number five, who I, I was really a pretty big believer in Thomas Robinson. I thought he was going to be Dude, you know, somebody pretty good. Man, he was he was a beast in college. Absolutely just manhandling every rebound, always in the big games, mm. uh, year in and year out, especially with uh, you know how Bill Self was you know, through those few years right there yeah. with the Morris twins and all them. And, man, I just thought he was going to be – but just, you know, just athletic ability, how he went about the game, just a beast. And then, oh, my – I don't know what happened. He just – he just didn't have it. And then it's and it's a whole different ball game in the NBA. And I understand that, but I just did not see that. He was He was one of my favorite players in college. And I don't like Kansas, don't have no love for him, but, man, he was a beast. Yes. Uh, yeah, I really liked him at the college level. And like you said, he just didn't quite translate to the league. Uh, the next guy I kind of noticed here, um, Austin Rivers, you know, or the next guy up. Everybody thought that this guy was going to be – so I remember when he was – all the hype was around him going to Duke. Uh, you know, all eyes on him, Doc Rivers' son, you knew he was going to get all that spotlight. And, of course, you know, Duke gets all those national televised games. So, everybody's watching his every move. Um, I kind of equated over to – and this guy's done a little bit better. He, at least he's panned out to this point. But Seth Curry, you know, going to Duke. And, um, you know, even he, – he didn't even end up getting drafted. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, but right now the dude's getting more money than Austin Rivers has. Uh, but both are kind of playing that, you know, shooter role. And – Yep. Um, what, what do you got to say about that pick there? Um, 
I do think Austin Rivers has went to the right team now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. He's playing a lot better, definitely now. Um, it's a he did ball out and I do. You know, was he worth a you know top ten pick? Where you know a lot of debatable. Yeah, it's the it's how you look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't call him a bust because he plays real. He's He's a I mean, good for which for where you're picking him at, for where you're picking number Absolutely. ten. You know what I'm saying? You got to kind of. He's not a huge bust. He's not as big as the other two, but I will say this: you are right. He he has at least contributed to some playoff teams, like um, with Houston. Like I, like you're saying, I think he fits that system mm-hmm. really well. Um, you know, they let him handle the ball here and there, but for the most part, uh, sit at the perimeter. I just, I'm gonna snatch it out to you. You're gonna pop a three. You know what I'm saying? But so, just like. In the 2012 draft, it's hard to name me a lot more players that should be a top ten draft, mm-hmm. a draft pick. And in this draft alone, but so I mean, it's one of those things. I, I think, yeah, he, I don't think he's reached his potential yet, and I hope he can because man, yeah, he's be a, great if he could. He's a fierce competitor, dude. I love it. I freaking mm-hmm. love it. You know, talking trash to his dad. Yeah. Man, I love it. I love it's it. Funny. No, no love in basketball, man. No, no. So let's uh let's kick this off. So we're gonna start off at the first okay. pick. Do you want the first or do you want second? However you want to go about it. If you want to go about, uh, it, I since, mean, since you're get, since you're the guest, I'll let you go first here. So who who obvious. would you be picking here at number one? <laughs> Obviously, this ain't a hard one, but um, definitely AD at number one. Got to. Got. There's no other choice. Not uh-huh. even close. Uh, gonna. He's already a top five player i think he's one of the top five best players in the world right now yeah just crazy crazy incredible look the things he does at seven foot should not be done Mm-mm. period dribbling his moves post moves defense like passing passing he's got pretty good passing him and lebron are just unstoppable yeah unstoppable. great unstoppable Great, great, arguably, great probably the it very he very well could be. You know, it's up there with Dwayne Wade, probably his best I, teammate. Honestly, honestly, if you take the you know the love that Dwayne Wade and you know LeBron have, I, I just I think personally, AD and LeBron are the best duo, one of the best, top mm-hmm. five, and the I mean, dude, the numbers show it. They get they get easy. 50 a game together, easy, yeah. in their sleep. Yeah. And it's coming – one of them's probably going to have a triple-double. One of them's going to have 15 rebounds. And it, it's just – they're efficient. Um, you AD can hit any shot on the court. Mm-hmm. LeBron makes it even easier for him. He's big. I just think it's a different duo than him and Dwayne Wade were. And yeah. it, it's just – the way they played, the way they gelled, they gelled from the get go. It took, see, it took him and Dwayne Wade a little bit, you know. Yeah, that year. first year it was kind of, you know, what I'm saying it it's was kind, just of, kind of, you know, you had your point, your peaks and your valleys. So I mean, you just kind of had yeah. to get used to but it. But man, yeah, you're right; they they haven't really missed a beat from then. the get from the get go. Um, 80s, a good person, even better teammate. Yeah, but you know, it just all goes to show you don't you don't beat the best of the best, and you mm-hmm. know be a terrible duo it exactly when they're on the court together it's unreal so far in his career he's averaged 24 points 10 rebounds two assists a game so you know he's putting up a you know averaging a double double so far in his career that's that's awesome seven time all-star 
three-time block champ. Dude, dude's had the most blocks in the league three times in his career, uh, three seasons in his career. Uh, three-time All-NBA guy, uh, three-time All-Defensive team, and uh, in 2016-2017 uh, season, he was All-Star MVP. So, I mean, the accolades kind of speak for themselves. Um, also, you know, shoot before history. he was – yeah, the injury history is a little tough. Um, you know, he's had some stuff here and there. Really before this season, I mean, he hasn't really missed many games this season. It's been pretty shocking. I mean, I guess, hey, thumbs up to that medical staff. They've been keeping him straight, They've, you know, um, with this whole season and everything. Normally this guy misses um, a pretty good bit of games, you know, not not like – not like where he's Probably missing the whole season. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah somewhere in that range. Like, he'll end up for – somehow he gets a nick here, a bruise here, and it ends up turning into more than it should and all this kind of stuff. But, yeah, yeah definitely worth noting. Um, also, dude played on uh, the Olympic team. So, uh, remember that? He was, like, the one kind of college guy they had on that team that year. Uh, so, that was – you know, that, that tells you a lot that, you know, he was being considered for there. Um, any, like, really good memory you have so far of um, Anthony Davis? Like, what's your best, like, uh, best, best game you've seen him have? Man, actually, you know, I've watched him mm-hmm. for since he was and probably at McDonald's All American game. Yeah. So I've seen him play a lot. Um, man, I, let me tell you something. He had, I want to say it was this year. Mm-hmm. This year. I can't remember who they were playing. Uh, I think, I think dude, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about his comeback game to New Orleans. He went, he went off. Yes, absolutely, man. Couldn't hardly um, miss a shot. Yeah, I think – I want to say LeBron didn't have, you know, had his little 20-something point. But AD was just – dude, he had like – four. He had, I think he had 40 at, at the end of three or something like that. It's, yeah. They, they were beating him so bad they took him out in the – Yeah, fourth. it's just – it's man, not worth he it, was, yeah. He was like at 40 points and, man, he had 15 rebounds or something. You know, somewhere in that area. Mm-hmm. Just efficient game. Hardly didn't miss a – I don't even know if he missed a free throw that game. I, he might have missed one, but – yeah, dude, just straight bullying Great uh, the Pelicans, just straight bullying them. Yes. So with uh, I'll go ahead and I'll do number two here. Um, now you know we start getting to this point. That was that was not debatable. Uh, I'm right there with mm-hmm. with Jake on that. Anthony Davis has to be the number one guy here. Uh, my number two guy though, and this could be we'll see what you say. Uh, okay. But I'm going with Damian Lillard here at number absolutely. two. Absolutely. Okay. You can't, okay. You can't. Uh, I mean, you could. Um, between him and Bradley Bill, some people, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I, but from a leadership standpoint, from a floor general, Dame Lillard is man. He's he's blew my mind every single year in the big games. He's done it by himself, mm-hmm. and you know, with CJ on his side, dude. Yeah. I've this year when they when he played the Lakers this year at uh, Staples Center, the Kobe game absolutely hit every shot and there's nothing you can do about it. He can Mm-mm. shoot from anywhere. He can shoot from court. deep, man. Uh, I, I had to go with him here. Uh, so, yep. so far in his career, he's averaged 24, six assists, four rebounds. So, you know, really good numbers there. Five-time All-Star, four-time All-NBA. That kind of shocked me. Uh, I, you know, because mm-hmm. I find myself sometimes overlooking him just because, you know, these guys, we often write them off. Uh, very early. They for some reason they always end up being like a seventh or eighth seed, and they always get mm-hmm. get knocked first round. Obviously, they changed that last season when they beat out the Thunder, which is definitely my my best moment, like my best memory of Damian Lillard. It may not get better than that. Uh, and closing man. out those games, man, that that <sighs> deep three in Paul George's face, and that look in the camera, man, that's definitely <laughs> the highlight of his career so far. And the dude, dude has gone nuts. Like 
Absolutely. Talking about absolutely. the shooting. He gets when he gets hot, the dude is on fire. Uh, absolutely. I was actually out. I went out that night. I was watching mm-hmm. it, watching it on uh, on two separate TVs, and yeah. me and me and Caleb, uh, we love some Dame Lillard, and mm-hmm. man, that that shot was just like I just knew it was going in. It, it was just you know the heat of the moment, you know them going at each other on the internet and all yeah. the talk and. Him yeah, rocking the Russ shot. rocking the baby in his face. And yeah. All that, yeah, all that crap. So Yep, and dude, he just Hey, look, that man's cold blooded and it's it don't get any better than that. That man is cold. He ended Paul George in OKC. <laughs> he ended him. So I mean he, hey, Paul George had to leave after that, bro. So <laughs> hey. hey that man wet that in his face from like thirty feet. And Paul George after the game, I mean, he was just like, that was a bad shot. He took a bad shot. Yeah. It just happened to go in. I mean, don't get me wrong. It probably wasn't the best shot to take, but you can't but, argue when the guy drains But it, so. I, can, I can't agree with Paul George's that's a bad shot because mm-hmm. Steph Curry's doing the same thing. Ex- yeah. Clay yeah. Thompson's doing the same thing. Good Kevin point. Durant's doing the same, uh, same thing. LeBron, you never know. He might – he's going to either pull up or he's going straight to the rim. So, the way – LeBron was playing this year, you know, you would probably see LeBron pull up from right there. He pulls so, up to him, yeah. So I, I don't I don't really agree with Paul George's mm-hmm. that's a bad shot because yeah. it was the best shot in that moment. If you're hot from right there, because a man's already hit hey, like he four or five freaking shots earlier in that game. Yes. From the same spot, he's gonna take that shot. You've got to guard him better. That's bad defense. Mm-hmm. If you if you agree, look. I don't know if you agree with me or not. It's my opinion. That's bad defense. He, he, care, he wasn't. It wasn't real tight. But to be honest with you, I might be doing the same. Thing. I gotta take. I gotta play devil's advocate with him a little bit because I know we're in this era right now where people can pull up from God knows where. But the thing is, that's still not gonna keep me from, or that's still not gonna make me, you know, be glue tight on you. Um, you know that. I mean, I guess that late in the game, you kind of have to. But still, like, it just kind of feels bad playing that close up to somebody that far away. You know, you feel like. Let him take that shot. That's you know what I'm saying. Like, let, but that's taking a chance. So I I'll know. take back my I'll take my point back on Paul George right there. Okay, that's bad coaching. And here's why I say that. Okay, they should have picked him up at half court. They should have either doubled him or full court pressed him. Get it out of his hands. Run it. You can't let Dan- look. There's one guy on that court. You can't let beat you. No. The hottest guy on that court. The best player on that court at that time. You can't let him have that ball with three seconds left. You can't. You either – you've got to double-team him. It's still bad defense by Paul George, but I think Mm -hmm. it's even worse coaching. And Billy Donovan, he's got to know that, you know. You're right about that. There's no – I mean, that man was hot all game long. You can't let him shoot from right there. I agree. Plain and simple. But – um. Number three. Let's go on to number three. Yeah, you got it. Who you got um, here? I'm going to surprise some people with this. I was going to take the easy route here. I Let's was. I was. But with how the team was set up, I think at number three, you've got to go Andre Drummond. Oh, yeah, you did. And, I, and, there. and here's why. Okay. Because when John Wall was on that team doing – you know, playing oh, that Kentucky, all-star league. All yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You know, playing all-star. Or all-star, yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. 
I just don't think him and Bradley Beal, uh, you know, I don't think they complement each other like they should have. I think the way that John Wall plays, him having a big man and the way that, you know, the look, the numbers speak for Andre Drummond. I mean, you go – that man's a double-double machine. Yeah. He can't shoot a lick. His free throws are pretty much horrible. But mm-hmm. at the same time, man, you you know, that's – it's complimenting each other. It ain't, oh, yeah. well – you know, wait, sometimes wait, it hey, is. When did they play together, though? Who? Uh, John, did you say John Wall and Andre Drummond? Did they play together? I no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Uh, um, I just think that, you know – Drummond mm-hmm. would compliment John Wall okay. way better than Bradley Hill. Okay. Oh, so you're John going – okay, so you're picking it from Washington's standpoint. Okay, I like yes, that. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay yeah, so yeah, you're, you're yeah. picking for fit. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, I was a little and, lost. There, and, like uh, you know, I did I did look at the Bleacher Report thing, and, you know, they, mm-hmm. they kind of – they went that way too. Yeah. And I'm not just looking off Bleacher Report, but, you know, I've got to explain, you know, I think Washington went best player right there. And you've got to – at three, yeah, you yeah. know, you've got – but the way that it's panned out, I think Drummond is just as – would complement John Wall even better than what Bradley okay. Bill would. It's it's debatable. So, I'm, I, I've got I've to disagree a little bit on it. I, I'm a big mm-hmm. – I like, I like Bradley Bill a lot. I think they did pick the best thing there. But, you know, I do like what you're saying about fifth, though, because yeah. they've never and had I'm not that saying great that, big man. I mean, they've had Gordon yeah. Hott. They've had Dwight Howard. So, it, you know, yeah. never had at the that, best guys there. And I'm not saying by any means that Drummond mm-hmm. is better than Bradley Bill because we know that's not true. But at that, you know, you've got to go for needs at some point. Okay. But, Dr- right. but Drummond was good in college. You know, he's mm-hmm. seven foot tall. He can do everything. Like you said, double-double guy. He's averaged 14 points, 13 rebounds, one assist a game, two-time All-Star, three-time rebounding champion. And uh, fifteen in 2015-16, he was on the All-NBA team. He was on the All-NBA team. I mean, he just, he just happened to be on a terrible team. It, yeah. As simple as that. His, his I mean, he still, gets, he still gets his. It, I mean, there's, he, he has his. games where he just pops off. And I just uh, don't one, think thing, one unique had, thing about him, he's a uniquely um, – gifted at taking like half court full court shots the guy like i feel like he practices that more than he does like free throws honestly <laughs> but he's good at it he's good i gotta give it to him <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely. random but, uh, yeah but he's still a good player man all around yeah. great uh player now he plays Cleveland. on you know the calves and... mm-hmm. odd fit for that one yeah I, I didn't quite get that whole trade but but see the Cavs have you know Sexton and all these other you know so maybe it'll young, work out Garland yeah, yeah, yeah. Sexton Chitty Chitty but Osmond see, you know he's got Kevin Love compliment him and yeah you know Tristan Thompson Kevin Love going up letting him go or trading him or something yeah so. he he's yeah. he costs way too much <laughs> well here I'll go with the next pick all right number okay. four and now this is going to shock you because I'm going to pass on the guy that you just passed on I, I'm, I'm okay. going to go and I know we both don't really care for this guy I hate his mouth yeah. Uh, oh, he, yeah. He, he really – it gets on my nerves a lot. But the, the, And, you know, like looking at the numbers, it's it's really odd. I'll get to it in a second. But I, I've got to go with this guy. He's just – he's been too impactful to the game. Um, and when he's on, he's great, and that's Draymond Green. I, I had to go with him here. Uh, to be honest with you, his fit with Golden State, it couldn't be any better. This guy – um, you know, I've been talking with Torres here lately. You know, he often gets these comparisons to Charles Barkley. We agreed that no more of that. Let's just, let's just look at him more as a Dennis Robin type that can actually do a little bit more offensively. And Draymond, man, 
I guess like the best uh, kind of memory I've seen him play, it was really that game seven um, when they came, when the Cleveland Cavaliers came back um, from being down 3-1, game seven, Draymond, if they had won that game, he was going to be MVP because that he man was could not three. miss. He <laughs> could not miss. That man was a – I got to give it to him, man. He could not miss. And I and God knows, I, I mentioned it before, I'll mention it again, but I, I cannot stand the guy sometimes. He really gets on my nerves. He's a lot like a guy like uh, Lance Stevenson, you know, like this guy just – he's really pesky, gets all up on you. Uh, you know, he tries to find his ways to, to get underneath your skin, and it, but he's good at it. And sometimes it's mm-hmm. it's – Sometimes he goes a little far with it. He's had to eat some crow here lately, talking all this trash about Charles Barkley. But the guy has averaged nine points, seven rebounds, five assists. So, you know, just an all-around guy right there. You know, nothing outstanding, but he's he's like he's not great at any one thing except for defense. But overall, offensively, he's good in every area. He's just – he's a good guy. Three-time All-Star. Um, he In 16-17, he was the, uh, the steel champ two-time All-NBA, three-time NBA champ, five-time All-Defensive team, and sixteen in 2016-17, he's the Defensive Player of the Year. The the amount of stuff he can do at his size, it's you got to respect it. you got to give him his respect. Absolutely. And I, I have to do it here. Um, like I said, it's nothing to do with the guy because I can't stand him sometimes, but you got to respect the guy. And that that's why I'm going Absolutely. with it Absolutely. That's why i got to go. But what, what do you think about that? Would you agree with that? Pick? Um, Man, I, actually, as I was thinking about it last night, you have a you have a great, great point. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just a solid – you know, he's a good teammate. Uh, him, him and KD, you know, the little few that went on, you know, the yeah. tr- I don't know what the truth is. I don't. He got him there, and then believe. he's probably the reason he left. So Yeah, yeah. Um, incredible player I think he has a lot more impact on the Warriors than most people know Mm -hmm. he's an all-around guy like you said uh you know playing undersized man he don't care if there's a seven-foot guy six-foot guy he's gonna try and bully you either way you you can't you can't and you can't just pass up on that just because you don't like him and his antics you know so coaches don't like his antics all the time but then again, you can handle him getting some technical fouls because that's how he plays. And, yeah. you know, all-around guy, like you said, I think it – I don't disagree with, you know, you picking him there. Uh, yeah. I think he's sol- – I mean, especially in this draft, he's a – I think he's a top-five pick. I really yeah, do. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, who do you got at five here? Uh, who, I think there's an obvious guy. Five? I think you got um, an obvious guy here now. I do. Uh, actually, I could surprise you. Um, uh obviously. Um, I don't think you can. I don't. Uh, if you if you really picked anybody but this guy, you actually uh, never mind. You would surprise me because that that'd be crazy. But go ahead. Who you got? At six. All right. Um, at five. You're at five. I bet five. At five. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm gonna surprise some people right here. All right. Let's hear it. I'm gonna go with Chris Middleton. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let's hear it. Um, I think him and Bradley Bill were similar type players. Uh-huh. I just think Middleton complements other guys better. I cannot okay. preach that enough. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm I don't, seeing where you're going. Okay. I know he has Giannis on his team now, uh-huh. whatever. But he is literally, and when I say this, I mean absolutely the most underrated player in today's game. He's he up can there. Drop, he He's can drop 30 points and nobody even talk about it. Mm-mm. He's efficient. He plays good defense. I'd, 
I like making it interesting. Obviously, the easiest pick would have been probably Bill. Yes, that's that's right. But Chris Middleton has came in, and literally he has hit shot after shot Mm -hmm. in big games year after year. Yes. He's going to be in it again this year. Um, I think he's made his mark. I, I, like, I like him. I like him a lot. Yeah, he, he's a star. He's a star. Yeah, um, he's not I a mean, superstar. He, like you said, he is an underrated guy. He has made it to a couple All Star games. Uh, so he's made it to two. He's averaged sixteen points, four rebounds, three assists in his uh, career up to this point. So um, I, I definitely see where you're going. So you're going with more of a compliment guy. Com- so it's it's all like. about complimenting. Okay. Three and D. Um, that, that's that's it, how you describe him. He's great three and D. Plays great defense. Yeah. You're not going to see his name in lights and all this kind of stuff, like you said, but Never. he can drop these points. He, can, he gets buckets. He does he, get buckets. Just so. like Draymond, he has a huge impact on his team. When he's okay. out there, he's impacting the game in multiple ways. And I respect that. I, I just don't know if I if Bradley Bill compliments his team mm-hmm. and impacts his team. Now, do, can he score lights out? Absolutely. Can yeah. he get? He's a bucket. We all know that. Yeah. But does he turn it over on the other side of the ball, and does he get down, slap the floor? Okay. And he's ready. And does he take. do? You know. Um, yeah. I just, I, that's a, that's a, that, you, like you did surprise me, but I, I definitely value the um, the point you just made. I like that. The good argument. Good argument. So at number six, I'm gonna go with the guy you passed up on twice. You passed up on him twice. <laughs> I have to go with him. I have to go with Bradley Bill here. This season, the dude was averaging 30 points, six assists, four rebounds. He's been a two-time All-Star, got snubbed this year. I don't know how. How was how he a two-time All-Star dropping, dropping these numbers and doesn't get picked up? That's ridiculous. That's, that's beside me. And uh, yep. his rookie season, he was on the all-rookie team, so – couple accolades there for you but the main thing is uh, you got to go with him like you said the dude is a bucket um he gets points when he wants them it just felt this season was really his coming out party and um like you said it's going to be interesting seeing you know when it's not just him on the team I do want to see him in a in a um in an environment where he is going to have to share the ball a bit so it will that will be interesting to see I do think he is capable of it so I'm not going to you know, I'm saying I'm not going to doubt him by any means. I, I, Man, you see his name tossed around a lot in these trade scenarios. Like, people talk about, man, the Lakers should go after, you know, Bradley Beal. Like, for a while, that that was a hot hot topic. You know, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, should this team go after Bradley Beal? Should that team? I would yeah. like to see him on a different team. But I, also, I would kind of like to see him with a healthy John Wall. So, I'm, 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 wanna, I'm willing to wait on that and see what that's about. But Bradley Beal has had game after game this season where he is getting – 40, 50 points a game somehow. And it, it's been it's been crazy to watch. I've, I've been loving it. Um, I, I like him a lot as a player. Offensively, he's great. I haven't really paid too mm-hmm. much attention to the defensive side of the ball, like you mentioned, about, you know, comparing him and Chris Middleton. So I think you definitely uh, – you have to give Chris Middleton the edge on that because I, I have recognized, you know, him making plays on that end of the court. So, uh, yeah, that's who I'm going to go with. Uh, do you have uh, a, number, um, a number seven, or did you want to say anything about Bradley Bill there? Um. I do think Bradley Bill is a freaking – dude, he's an absolute walking bucket, mm-hmm. like you said. Um, I do want to see him in a new environment. I just don't think Washington's the place for him. Mm-hmm. Holds um, a lot of trade value. I know he, that. They he got freaking snubbed from the All-Star game. Devin Booker did. 
and, and then, then they, somebody they got made up, yeah. Dame Lillard got injured, and you know he got in. But yeah. man, dude, Bradley Bill is very similar. Heck of a, he's very, a competitor. Both of them are man. very similar. The deep yeah. look on the West and and Bill on the on the East. So, I yeah. just I just worry about his leadership and mm-hmm. how he compliments his other teammates. That's all I worry about. Okay. And th- and that's one of the reasons I did pass up on him. But if I was drafting him, obviously he would probably be top. I like, you know, yeah. I mean, top hey, five. if if everybody Easily. kept it the same, it would be boring. I like the take yep. he had on it. So yeah, absolutely. Who you got here, um, number seven, man? There's some guys. So uh, there's a clear drop off here. I yes, mean, obviously, you know, like these these first like six guys, I feel, feel like. You, you know, you can mix and match it any way you kind of want, but right here is where it really kind of drops off. There's still some decent guys here, but it's not going to be like these the caliber of player we've, we've been talking about here recently. I'm going to go with somebody surprising, okay. another underrated guy. Um, okay. I think he's been solid, you know, 14, 15-point guy in his career. Mm-hmm. You know, solid all-around player. I'm going to go with Evan Fournier that plays with the Magic now. You are correct. He, he's averaging 14 points. Three assists, three rebounds. I like the pick, Yeah, um, and he's starting to come out. I mean, dude, he – you've never watched his game. He's got a smooth game. Shoot, and it's man. like a – it's like a Dame Lillard type, slower pace, not as high pace or fast pace as Dame Lillard, but just the cleanness, not many turnovers, gets mm-hmm. to his spot. He can do what – get only, to the basket. only reason people don't really know about him is because he plays on the flipping magic. He's on the magic. Exactly. Yep. They don't. They don't get no national TV. Good from here. Yeah, yep. but no, he. Th- I like what you said about the guy is smooth, like um, very good shooter from uh from three and a little bit of mid range. So I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, like he kind of he fits that kind of uh, Euro guy kind of mold. Like yep. you know, he can he can be a little bit of a somewhat of a Ginobili, you know, kind of guy. So I, I absolutely. Like he he was definitely right there. Um, he, he reminds me of a right handed. Right-handed Manu Ginobili. That's okay. that's how I've pictured him. Uh, that's a good point. He's definitely got that Euro, you know, confidence, mm-hmm. uh, pace to his game. You know, it's not 100 miles per hour. It's smooth, mm-hmm. no turnovers. You know, that's just what they go. And, man, he's a, he's a bucket, too. In these past yeah. couple of years, I haven't really looked up and, you know, got into it because, I you know, we don't get to watch him as much as, you know, the fa- uh, Magic fans and all of them. Yeah. And, but, dude, every time I see him, he's 21 well. points, 23 points, 25 points. And, you know, he plays on the Magic, like we said. Yeah. He ain't going to have no 30, 40-point games. Mm-hmm. But he's going to be consistent. He's good. He's a feisty player. Plays good on the other side of the ball. He ain't the best on defense, but mm-hmm. he gets the job done, controls the offense. He's a point guard, shooting guard, whatever you want to uh, play him. I like it. Just a solid, just a solid pick. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I like that pick there. Uh, at number eight, I'm going to go with um, Harrison Barnes here. Another okay. 14 point a game kind of guy in his in his career. 14 points, four rebounds, two assists. He won a championship, so I got that holds a little weight in in my opinion. Even though we all know that that championship, it, it was you know debatable because Kevin Love got his arm yanked out and Kyrie got hurt. So. And uh, still almost lost. Yeah. So, I mean, again, it got pushed to six games. So, man, I yep. wish I wish that they would have been healthy for that. That would have been – oh, man, that would have been good. But, hey, it doesn't always work out the way you want. But, hey, guess what? He helped uh, He helped Cleveland out the following year. Uh, when they came mm-hmm. back from being down 3-1, Harrison Barnes <laughs> was nowhere to be seen. Like, that was probably the, the worst point of, of his career. Oh. Honestly, it was at that point – hey, 
and, and you know, I'm, it's it's bad that I'm mentioning this stuff because I'm this guy's my number eight pick here. But um, you know, he's he's had a lot of good highs, but that was an all time low for him in his career. I mean, like we mentioned, Draymond had to go and get Kevin Durant to come and replace him because. Harrison couldn't buy a shot to save his life in that series just about. He was just playing really bad. That man bad. was a brick. But, hey, outside of there, man, he played really well for the Warriors. A great fit for their scheme at that time. That point in time, obviously Durant's a better a better fit just because anytime you can get Durant, you're going to get Durant, you know. And yeah, Absolutely. But Harrison Barnes, great, great overall, uh, you know, team player, I feel like. He's, you know, um, a decent three, small ball four kind of guy. Um I don't know if he'll win another championship. We'll just have to see what kind of team he gets on. But I think he's a good role player from here on out. Really liked his college game. Loved him at North Carolina. I thought he was a beast. Um, so that that definitely kind of goes into my, you know, thinking here. He's still a great contributor now, even though he's on a different team. Uh, I believe he's on the Kings now. And, you know, he, he can really – he can fit on any team just about. But, uh, but yeah, what do you think here? Um, I, I do agree with it. Um coming out of college like you said I really thought he was the next big thing mm-hmm. uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I thought he was gonna be a superstar yeah but I, but I do think he was I thought he was gonna be one of those guys that gets you 20 every night mm-hmm. and he can he can he, he's, he's capable um I just thought he was gonna be that next two-way guy you know an off-brand Kawhi Leonard type guy that okay. sounds that sounds bad but mm-hmm. it's really not because Kawhi Leonard's obviously well, a superstar. Yeah. Uh, they play similar. Um, he's more uh, – Harrison Barnes is more of a three-point guy, as mm-hmm. we saw, because he couldn't miss a shot in the freaking, uh, what, 2015. Mm-hmm. Next year, like you said, build a whole school full of bricks. Um, yep. Awesome guy. He's quiet, really, really quiet guy. Yeah, not the most don't really. Guy. We don't get to see him play that much anymore, but – He's a solid all-around guy, like you said. Can get yeah. the job done. Um, he's not going to wow think he's you. He's got some. Yeah. No, absolutely not. But I still think he has some potential left. I, mm-hmm. He's still in the league for a reason. I mean, that's, you right, don't, that's right. But like you said, it was. It's just one of those things where you know he just hasn't reached his potential yet. And I mean, I thought we was going to see it. Mm-hmm. But I think he had to change his role when he went to the Warriors and how Clay and Steph and you know yeah. Draymond all gonna, panned out. There. You know, third world, being the fourth option. It. Yep. Yeah. And you know, all we right. thought he was. Hey, we thought he was going to be. You know, the number one or two guy on a team. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's a little bit iffy, but he's still he's still solid. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So who do you got here at number nine? Who I'm gonna go with Terrence Ross. Okay, I like that pick. Um, absolutely can flock and jam. Yes. He's a acrobatic guy. Mm-hmm. He can shoot the three ball when he's hot. He still definitely, can. Definitely, uh, he can score. He can get absolute buckets. I wouldn't say I like his all around game because that's not what he is. You know, he can play a little bit of D. Yeah, but he's just. But he's one of those guys. If he's hot, you don't want him to have the ball. He can, you know, do all the slam dunk stuff and mm-hmm. when he went to the Raptors you know he was showing what he had and he's now he's on the magic and he's still the same player still yeah. solid he showed out a couple times I think for. was it last um was it la- I mean they've, they've been in the playoffs like past two three seasons and he comes through in some of those games like he hit some game winners and things like that so um he's definitely yeah. got some 
he's definitely got some uh, very athletic still clutch jeans in them. Athletic, blessed with that because that yes. man can jump out the gym still. You ain't kidding. But he can have some off days, and you know, mm-hmm. got to take the good with the bad, and you know, he's one of those players. I hear you. Uh, my guy next uh, here at number ten. I'm actually going to. I had somebody else here, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna take some upside here. So if we're if we're back in 2012 and I'm drafted from this, the you know these, this list of players, and there's an alternate reality. So might maybe somehow some way this player doesn't get into the trouble that he got into. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Dion Waiters here. I really okay. like the upside of Dion Waiters. Um, I still think mm-hmm. he's got some stuff left. But people forget he was really good in college. Uh, he had some pretty decent games in Cleveland. For a point there, for the freaking Heat, he was going off. Like, he was, like, the main guy on the Heat for, for like, a season, season and a half, too. Somebody before he got hurt, it was, like, him and Whiteside holding it down with the Heat. They were they were mm-hmm. just racking up wins. And he was just shooting. He, dude, he could, he could not miss some nights. And he's, he's a little bit of Terrence Ross, you know, kind of like where they could just heat up real early and they could stay hot mm-hmm. for a while. Uh, but I really like the upside of him. So far in his career, he's averaged 13 points, three rebounds, three assists. Um, I think in an alternate reality, he, this guy gets the right, um, you know, right mentors and everything around him, right organization that maybe this guy could be an 18 to 20 point, you know, game per game scorer and, you know, be a bigger contributor than he is already. Shoot, he still has a chance to make up for it. You know, I know that he's had all the issues, you know, the medibles on the airplane and missing team meetings and stuff like that, but, you know, let's just think about it. if this guy had the right people behind him. You know how good he could actually be, and um, he still has a chance to prove that he's on the he's on the Lakers currently right now. I hope they can finish the season out somehow, some way, and I think he could be a contributor, hot guy off the bench. So that that's what I'm going with here. Absolutely. Speaking of that, absolutely went crazy. Those uh, one of the last games he played in Miami. Yeah, absolutely could not miss. You're right. I still think. I think the Lakers made the right move. I think they're going to get him in shape. He's got plenty of time to get in shape, and which, for his standpoint, you know, having this break and him getting to the weight he wants to get, man, I think he can be a contributor from the first. If they do finish out this year, I do think you'll see him coming off the bench really mm-hmm. early. He can. He's a bucket. He is still a bucket, and I still believe that. I will yeah. never forget when that man played in the – was it the um, Rising Stars? Rising Challenge? Stars, yep. Man, I will never forget when he hit, I want to say it was probably five or six threes yeah. in a row. I mean, you know, they were going at each other. Who, who was he going against? It was um, – Oh, it was Tim Hardaway Jr. It was Tim yes. Hardaway Jr. Yeah, that was freaking yes. cool. Uh, and, if you haven't uh, seen that, y'all need to look it up. That was actually really – great memory. That was a great – great bringing that up. I dude, like that. But, I mean, they were going at each they other. They really they were. Just, they weren't, you know, hanging off each other. I mean, Deion hey, Waiters. That's back, when, that's back when Rising Stars used to actually be something. That, that's Absolutely. back when before – I think, yeah, the season before, Kyrie and Brandon Knight were going at each other. This, this year, yes. it was Dion and Tim Hardaway. And, you know, I know Absolutely. these aren't big names, but, man, it was just fun watching them go at it. I, I don't know. I really like that. Uh, yeah, I still think he can – man, he's still – he's a – off-brand Draymond Green with the mentality. Mm-hmm. He still has some fierce uh, competitor in him. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, he's one of those guys, man. He's going to talk his trash. He's going to uh-huh. get buckets. I don't know. He's a little liability on the defense. But yeah. at some point, you know, 
with AD and LeBron now, you know, you ain't got to really worry about too much defense because mm-hmm. not with the two twin towers and, yeah, you know, it's – I still think he's got a lot left in the tank, and I hope he proves it, man, because he can get a bucket anytime yes. he wants to from wherever. That's it. So, uh, let's see, moving on to pick number 11, who do you got here? If I'm stating correctly, uh, I think it was the 11th pick. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Myers Leonard. Okay. I think that was to uh, – coming out of college – yeah, coming out of college, Myers Leonard was uh, freaking seven-foot, absolute mm-hmm. beast. I still think he's a solid player in the league right now. He um, is. He has some, you know, some fierce competitor to him as well. We've seen that in the past couple of years. Uh, you know, the injuries, I still think he's got a lot left. Not too much to pick from at 11 in the 2012 draft. Um, but I still think he's good defense, block He's had shots. his games. He's had his games where he's been yeah. – like there was one game he carried Portland like with a ton of threes. I'm talking about he had like oh, yeah. 10 or 11 it felt like. So – Yep, um, and he's, he can he's, – He's built for today's game. He's built for today's game, that's for sure. Big size. Just got to stay healthy. Yeah, and he can he can like you said he's great from three point range, so he's definitely he's playing in the right era. That's for sure. Absolutely, absolutely decent pick right there. Uh, right here with the number twelve, I'm gonna go with Jay Crowder. I think that he's a pretty good role player. Uh, absolutely, best moments was with uh, the Celtics uh, back when you know it was it was that underrated team with Avery Bradley, Isaiah Thomas, all them. So uh, really liked him. Uh, he still contributes to this day. Uh, now he's on Miami, can play pretty good. Just good 3 and D guy, played really well at Marquette. Um, I don't know, he just has like a – you know, he's all about – not a big guy in the media, but um, he, he can hit his shots pretty well for the most part. I know he has games where he's off, but um, he really embodies that 3 and D kind of t- prototype player. And the defense Absolutely. is really there. Like a great, great defender. So um, he's averaged 10 points, four rebounds, one assist a game. So – uh, I think he's a solid guy here. And going back to Miles Leonard, he, so far he's averaged – so he's had some off games. He's missed some time. But his averages, I, I didn't uh, read those out. But six points, four rebounds, one assist. So he's done decent, but the the, um, the potential is definitely there for him. Um, who do you got here at 13? I'm a surprise – I don't know if it's a surprise with who's right. left. Um, mm-hmm. Just watching him in the past couple of years, I think he's got – he can shoot the ball. Absolutely. And I think he's a, definitely a great offensive player. Yeah, he's iffy on the defensive side, but I'm going to go with uh, Jeremy Lamb. Okay. Hit, I like that. Uh, man, watching him in college, I don't know if I've been tuned in watching – because when that's when UConn was, you know, one of those always in the, you know, yeah. playoffs. Napier, Boatwright. Yeah, them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kevin Alley is the coach. Jeremy, yep, Jeremy Lamb's going crazy in these big games. And these. he had a game this year. I don't remember who it was against. But he hit one of the best shots I've ever seen is from he, half court. He's on the Pacers right now, right? Um, is it the Pacers? I want to say, I, th- I thought it was on the it's Pacers. Either that, talking it's about either that, that or the, um, the Hornets. Uh-huh. There it's one go. of them. What about but, that uh, shot that you were talking about? Uh, just clutch, man. He's getting better shooting the ball. He's had some. His he's had his struggles in the past, but mm-hmm. I think he's finally starting to. You know, with them 
because he was on the Hornets at this time, you know. Yeah. He had all these good players around him, but he's a solid defensive player. Don't know if you can rely on rely on him on the defense, but mm-hmm. he can absolutely shoot the thing with like some – yeah. Um, it, you know, it's one of those things. I thought he was going to be way better than what he was mm-hmm. and what he is. But at the end of the day, he's been solid, and he's still on the NBA roster. So, you know, he's still doing some good things. So, Yeah, he's uh, – yeah, right now he's currently on the Pacers. But before that, okay. he spent four years in with uh, Charlotte and then three seasons before that with – uh, with the Thunder, so he's uh, he's been he he actually so his season got ended early this year. I remember this because um, it was it was with a Mamba mentality. He uh, he's out for the season. He tore his ACL, but he came back in, I believe, to shoot his free throws. So he kind of did what Kobe would do. Mm-hmm. He made him absolutely. I, I and uh, but yeah, I really like the pick here. Great shooter, pretty good three and D guy. Um, you know, not some you know pretty decent defensively. Not awful. So you know he's mm-hmm. he's, he's decent out there. Uh, last pick here at number 14, I'm going to go with – oh, yeah, and the, the numbers um, for Jeremy Lamb, by the way, he's averaged 10 points, four, um, four assists, and two rebounds um, a game. So, pretty decent. You know, not, not too bad. But my last pick here, I'm going to go with Kent Bazemore. I, I, he actually went undrafted this year, but um, we got to see plenty of him when he was on the Hawks. Um, he's only averaged nine points, three rebounds, two assists. Um per game this year, but uh, he's a really good team player. It's kind of like almost the argument you made for Chris Middleton over um, Bradley Bill earlier. The reason I would kind of go with this guy, great team player, just fits a mold. Uh, he was great for that Hawks team, that Hawks team that I can't remember how many wins they got that season, but it was back when they were rolling. They had like five all-stars because they were just such a great team. Budenholzer was coaching mm-hmm. it. It was like Corver, Baysmore. Um, who was that point? Was it Teague at point? Uh, Millsap was it- at the four? Or something like that. I can't remember who was at yeah. the point. It was like Teague or, or Schroeder. And then I can't – and five was Horford. So, I think all five mm-hmm. of them ended up going. And Bazemore was just great for that offense. I mean, everywhere Budenholzer go, he's a great – he's great at pushing the three points. And Bazemore fit that naturally. Him and Corver. Him – he was like, pick your poison. And uh, Bazemore's always been kind of underrated on the athleticism. The Duke and Yam. Um, he can get to the rim. And then defensively, he's, he's solid. And I think he's a great teammate. Um I think he's got a you know a decent little bit of a career left. I think he's with Portland at the moment, so he can mm-hmm. you know ride that out. Hopefully, be a good uh, contributor to that team. You know, in the postseason, should we have a postseason? And even after that, the, he gets really involved with like podcasts and stuff. So he, he's going to be probably like some type of announcer or you know get a growing podcast at some point. So I really like the guy. Shout out to him. So that, that's who I'm going with here. For um, speaking on uh, speaking on Baysmore, mm-hmm. we you know if you don't watch the NBA a lot, but the man can heat up in a heartbeat yeah. Yeah. and he he for some reason i feel like he hits those shots that you need yeah you can't leave him open he'll hit them in your face mm-hmm. he's a you know good lefty can shoot the thing can play some d he's got that competitor in him that you can't take away from anybody and you know that's just he's still good man i still think he's got a lot left like you said yeah yeah, so that wraps up uh, our our redraft here. So to end the end the episode off, we're gonna give some uh, recommendations on some uh, some TV shows here. So uh, Jacob was mentioning mentioning some uh, some shows he's been watching, but uh, but give us one of the ones and and why you uh, why you've been binge watching that one in particular. Um, I'll go with 
Friday Night Lights. Okay. Uh, you got Classic. All American. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, you know, shows insight on, you know, what these guys go through mm-hmm. just in general as a athlete. You know, most people don't understand, you know, yeah. and with Friday Night Lights and, you know, the draft situation. And it, it teaches you more about life and, you know, how these athletes go throughout day in and day out mm-hmm. and shows the draft, the draft process, like I said. And, you know, there's more to it than just a football movie. And yeah. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, so yeah, don't ruin it for it. I, I'm going to give All American a chance, and but I've seen some yeah. Friday Night Lights. Both both really good. Everybody that's watched Friday Night Lights has had really good stuff to say about it. I've I've heard some pretty good stuff about All American too, and I got to give that a shot. Heck yeah, man! Um, I know you wanted me to speak on some Atlanta sports, so I'll give a little yeah, brief. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go uh, ahead. just a little brief. Um, sum it up for us. All right, I think how was the draft? Atlanta, how was the Falcons draft? Okay, um, Atlanta. I thought. Looking back on it, I thought the Falcons had a great draft. I think we got some guys in the, you know, fourth round. I love that uh, fourth round pick we got. I can't – he's got a little bit of a weird name, but mm-hmm. – um, I'll look it up while you talk. Uh, he's a phenomenal guy. The combine results show it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we went the right way with the defense. Uh, we got a – we drafted a, technically a center. Probably going to move him to guard at some point he's really solid play for uh temple i want to say and mm-hmm. um but yeah the draft was talking about really uh good. michael michael walker from fresno state the linebacker yes michael walker michael walker that's it uh he's solid his combine results were pretty solid he's a little slower but you got to take what you give mm-hmm. and he's a big body he's like six three two thirty two forty yeah. he's one of the he's a defense and linebacker type guy so yeah and you know, we needed a cornerback, Terrell, you know, at six. I like the second-round pick. That's That was my favorite, Marlon Davidson. Yeah. I liked him a lot. Marlon Davidson is going to go crazy. Him and Jared are going to absolutely yeah. wreck things gonna eat. in the middle. Um, I do think that Terrell is going to be a good cornerback. I think he's mm-hmm. going to be better than Trufant. Uh, okay. He's a 6'1", 195, can run a four – he ran a four four two. Yep. He can recover good. Um I'm not totally positive about this. This is what I heard. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard he played – you know, he had the one bad game against LSU. LSU, I yeah. Did, I did hear he played from the guys that I know. I heard he played with 103-degree fever and oh a concussion uh, that game. But you can't miss a championship game. So, that's what I heard, not making any excuses. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he really had one bad game in his career. He got a little um, up, that's for sure. Yeah. But he's but also hey, going it's LSU. Against, that 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 team, every person on that offense either got drafted or picked he up was, as an undrafted pick. He's going he was going against a top ten pick next year. And yeah. if you're under the weather or whatever. This year and all them. So I mean, yeah, he's but yeah, that's yeah, he, he, I think he, should he be was decent. an incredible pick. Hometown yeah, kids. So that's another thing. I think hometown plays a huge part. I think they you know, want to give it their all and you know, mm-hmm. don't want to let anybody down. So I, I'm hoping he comes through, and I hope he's better than Trufant. Not saying Trufant was a bad player. Just yeah. think we need that. We need, need that Richard Sherman. Man. We need mm-hmm. that Richard Sherman in our uh, defensive back area, and you know can control the defense. But all alone, I think the Falcons are going to be all right. Um, we do have a tough 
NFC South division. Yes, uh, we have the toughest schedule. We got to work around that. That's um, crazy. But I think the Hawks are starting to turn it around. I'm I love the Hawks. Excited now, about man. them. Um, love the Hawks. I'm so excited to see you know how they turn out in the upcoming years, and with Trey Young leading the way, is nobody else I'd rather. I know. Have. I know that it hurt really bad for the big Hawks fan. Because don't get me wrong, I'll, I'll root for the Hawks because you know that's the home state. You know I want to see them do good. I believe it or not, I don't want to see them do bad. Um, I know I am a big, you know, LeBron fan, but hey, I, I I'll root for the, you know, the Hawks too. Absolutely. But Absolutely. the thing was, I, I always disagree with how they kind of did it. I hated this whole mediocre thing that they did for the longest time, where they would make it one or two rounds in and then just, you know, get swept mm-hmm. or something. Like that. They finally, I feel like, like they finally done it the right way. They've kind of tanked a little bit. They well, not necessarily tanked, but they, you know, because they they've been trying to win games. But Absolutely. they're finally building through the draft, and I think they they've been drafting as good as they can be at the time. Did I you know did I want Luca for them? Yeah, but Trey is turning out just fine as well. So I, I think they've drafted great. They have a ton of talent to you know to go off of and a bunch of trade assets. So I like the way they've done it. They've done great. Yep, they've got solid. You know, they got the defense with you know Hunter. And, Capella uh, now, man. Yeah, you got Clint and um, you got Trey. Trey's and, decent. Yeah, yeah. He's. He, I don't know if he's gonna be as big, good of a. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting seeing how he does um, on the defensive end throughout his career. Yeah, but, but offensively, I mean, he's a beast. Yeah, I, I think. You give and you take. That's right. I, so. Yeah, I think the Hawks got the. They're they're building that Lakers team. They have got the two big guys. They've got Trey Young your superstar, mm-hmm. and then you got – and you're going to uh, build around them. And you got Hunter, who's going to be a solid – Yeah, solid. great defensive piece too there. Yep, he's going – and then you got uh, – what's the – The Duke guy. Who's, what's his name again? Uh, uh, I loved him, though. It's just uh, slipping my mind at the moment. Yeah, I'm Reddish. You got Reddish, Cam Reddish. Yeah, Reddish, yep. that's it. Cam Reddish, he's going to be – he can – And Kevin Herter, too. He, hey. Yep, Kevin. That's who I was trying to think about, man. You got and, hey, and two, John Collins, man. John Collins. Yeah, and that's him. and yep, and that goes back to my two big man thing. I think Collins. I think I read something. He was working on his three pointer. Yeah. And dude, if he can ever figure that out, and you can play him at the four, because he can move for a big guy. I've seen it in person. He's absolute. He's an absolute freak. Like him. Uh, with Clint, you know Trey. It's, yeah, it's a great team. I hope they get it figured out, get all the chemistry, you know, worked out, and I, I think they can go far. That's for sure. And uh, and then the and then you got the you know, ATL United. They're yeah, solid. They yeah, we they, got they lost one of the, the best players. Martin, well, he he got hurt this past season, man. He tore yep. ACL the first game. On, but so. I think I think he's still the best player in MLS. Yeah. Well, in my opinion, just a mm-hmm. solid player. Yeah. I've heard good things Braves, about. Braves are looking good. Braves are looking solid. And, yeah, I talked um, about that with Keeper, man. He, he, he read me through yep. the team. It looks good, man. But, hey, hey. I'm going to give my uh, my show recommendation real quick, and that is uh, just a, just one because I know Jacob talked about his. Um, believe it or not, I've been watching – and this is going to sound kind of odd, I guess – but uh, Seinfeld. It's actually pretty funny. I, I've never given it a chance until now, but I, re- I really I, – I, actually, it gets me cracking up. So, uh, Finally gave it that shot, and it has uh, it is it has turned out well for me. I will say that, but I'll definitely yeah. have to go check that out, brother. Yeah, it's on Hulu, so if you if you want to check it out that way. Uh, so before we end, do you have any other uh, comments you want to make? Any you want to shout out your Instagram, anything like that? 
No, nah, man. I really I don't, that shout out none of that. I just, um, I just hope we get some sports very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it don't – nothing feels right. I, I cut on the TV and I'm watching dog shows and <laughs> car shows and stuff Seriously. like that. So, I mean, man. just – Hope everybody stays safe. And, you through, know, man. we got to get through this, and you know, can't wait till some. But I did uh, speaking on that. I did hear that college football is starting September fifth. Don't know how true that's going to hold man. off. Uh, I know Alabama is having public classes, so they're back in person. Uh, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the SEC team or SEC yes. schools they're they're bringing school back, so hopefully that. And then you have to... Oregon, and then you have Oregon's. AD or whatever saying there's no fans and all of that so yeah. <clears throat> just depends but yeah, man I just hope we get some sports this year because I'm to looking that. forward to some Alabama Georgia I was supposed to go to that game mm-hmm. uh, I hope you still get things to... now uh, hope you still nah, get to go, man. honestly but other than that going. everybody just stay safe uh take the precautions uh, then you ain't got nothing really to worry about you know just be just be careful out there. Right. Yeah. Follow the hey, follow the law, man, so we can get through this For faster real. than what would happen if we didn't. And so, but yeah, well, like well, I hey, said, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, it was great having you, man. I appreciate. It. We'll have to get on another one in the future, but uh, but yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening in. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcast, and you can follow us um, on Twitter at the TGL Podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening in, though, and be sure to subscribe, like, share it with your friends, and we'll see you next time.